0: Welcome to the Hot Chicks Write Hot Books podcast with Jen Foster and Melanie Johnson, where authors give you their inside secret tips on how to be a successful best-selling author. Hi, welcome to Hot Chicks Write Hot Books Podcast. I'm Melanie Johnson along with our co-host Jen Foster today and we're so happy to have you here. We have a great guest, Ann Backrock is here with us today. She's a two-time best-selling author and we're excited to have her. Before we get to her and all her great information, um, I want to make a couple announcements. We are still having our retreats which we hold twice a year. If you're interested in writing your book and writing it at the beach, coming down to the Dominican Republic with us, we would love to have you please sign up. We are at 100% for everyone who goes with us. Uh, It becomes a best-selling author, so we would love to have you come and relax by the pool and sit by the beach and get your book written and become a number one best-selling author. Also, we have some product sales that are coming up if you'd like to check out our website. We have a do-it-yourself program that you can join us for. So check us out at Elite Online Book Publishing or you can check us at Hot Chicks Write Hot Books. So, Ann, we are so happy to have you here. We all need you. You're the accountability <laughs> coach that puts our feet to the fire, that makes sure we get done what we're supposed to be getting done. Can I tell you that is like one of my biggest hurdles, staying focused and not getting distracted? So, I can't wait for you to give us some insight from your books. Tell us a little bit about you and your background.
1: Well, that's interesting. I think most people do need some accountability. And it's interesting. Maybe you might want to start with just how I got the name Accountability Pitbull. So before yeah. I was going by Accountability Coach, and then um, I had a guy one time and said, "My gosh, Anne, it's like you're just an Accountability Pitbull. You just latch on and <laughs> hold on to us and just don't let go." And and I said, "So." that kind of became like I was known as a nickname and I'm just actually starting to use that a lot more because I think people can visually get a representation of you know a pit bull you know, somebody who's going to latch on. Hopefully it's not in a bad way, it's a good way, but I think all of us left to our own devices need some accountability along the way to help us do what we know we're supposed to do in order to actually achieve our goals. It's interesting because one of the very first uh, people I was coaching used to have his team say, "Well." Mark's in getting his whooping, so I guess we're gonna get ours next. <laughs> and, and and the reality is is that, you know, you and other people are typically harder on yourself than I am, although I have the nickname of holding people, you know, feet to the fire. And I actually just got off the call with another guy, and I said, you know, the reality is, is you've just got to get recommitted and refocus because you're. And he goes, oh God, I'm, I am falling off the wagon. That's what I need you to, you know, kick me around, and you know, so it's, it's fun, <laughs> but it's, but it's, it really does help people. You know, so and that's what to me is is really rewarding. I mean, I simply put, I just hold people accountable to doing what they know they need to do in order to achieve all of their goals. And so it's just a little kind of you think about the person on your shoulder, right? The good person and the bad person. It's kind of like which one is going after me today? It's kind of I'm just there, you know, nudging you along. So to me, it's a it's a really cool thing to be able to do.
0: Well, I noticed in the books you give a lot of tips on um, how to be self-accountable. And uh, tell us, like even setting goals. I mean, so many people, we don't set goals or we make them too big. So you talk about setting weekly and quarterly and yearly goals. Give us some tips of what we should do to set realistic goals and to accomplish them.
1: Yeah, the, the main thing is is a lot of us do set goals or we, you know, start out the year going, Oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And the reality is, is we have all these grandiose ideas of all the things we would like to achieve in our life, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing is most of us don't really chunk it down or chunk it down backwards so that really we look at things in more bite-sized pieces. Mm-hmm. So that's what I do. I just basically say, What's my you know, big picture goal? What do I want to accomplish in the world? To, you know, what would make my life like a perfect ten and I'd feel, you know, this way about my entire life. And then we just break it down into okay, what do I have to do this year? What do I have to do this quarter? What do I have to do this month? What do I have to do this week? What do I have to do today? tomorrow, the next day, every day and then we just track all of that so people have a higher probability to actually achieve their goals when you break it down into more bite-sized pieces and that's more manageable. You can get your head around that, right? Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. I like that word that you use, track, because a lot of times people will set those goals and then they don't even look at them again. So if they're not tracking mm-hmm. it or coming back to it or have an accountability coach that can track them and see how they're doing, then you're not going to achieve them because it just goes out
1: of your mind. Yeah. And and we look at we look at actually the the cool thing is these spreadsheets I've been using since before nineteen ninety two. And they're just and I'm not an Excel person at all. But it's just really simple tracking that you know where you're at against your goal at any given moment in time throughout the entire year. So if I need to course correct I can easily do it more quickly, as opposed to all of a sudden I'm halfway through the year. Oh my God, I'm never going to be able to make up the difference.
0: Mm-hmm. And you know, I really love what you said of chunking it down. Like people say, "Well, I want to lose weight, but well, how are you going to get there? I want to lose 20 pounds. Well, take steps. I'm going to start to walk. I'm going to start to eat like uh, you know, one smoothie every day. I'm going to replace an apple a day with the cookie that I've been eating every day, and you know, start to make changes and and make those little chunks because otherwise it's just so big. I'm going to lose 20. Pounds. Know? So I love how you just make it into smaller pieces and you can check things off your list that way.
1: Yeah, you yeah. know, Melanie, it's really interesting too because um, fitness and health is one of the, like I believe in a balanced life, so it's not all about work. So one of the goals typically with all my clients is something around health and fitness. So a lot of times people will say, well, you know, I'm, I want to work out, you know, five days a week for an hour a day. And I say, well, what are you doing now? <laughs> oh, well uh, you know not a whole lot. So I yeah. said, well let's just start with something a little smaller like how about twice a week if we're not doing anything And because the reality is if they start with these grandiose things like I'm wanting're all of a sudden, well yeah, you want to do that but you got to build up to it or you're gonna not achieve it therefore you're not going to continue with it because you're not consistently achieving it so you feel badly. So it's okay. the same principle.
0: It's like I'm going to go run. I don't run or work out at all, but I'm going to start out with a marathon. Yeah, exactly. Right.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you seem so knowledgeable about all this. How did you become the expert that you are? How did you become the pit bull?
1: Well, it's an interesting uh, journey. I mean, the reality is, I started helping my husband with his business, mm-hmm. and he at the time was making, And he's a professional speaker. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm an ex-IBMer, so I come. Interestingly enough, I have a marketing and business degree, but um, I was I'm, I work at, for IBM, and I started working with him. And his business was already making about two hundred, two hundred fifty thousand a year, and so I started to just apply. I mean, I was basically the marketing and salesperson, you know, the revenue generator, the legal person, you know, the part-time coach, the you know, I mean, I was like the jack of all trades. So in order to do all that effectively. I had to figure out how I could do all of this in the time allotted because we all only have the same amount of time, right? We can't invest it and get more, wouldn't that be nice? (laughs) But, you know, so it's like how am I going to do all of these things? So I ended up taking his business to about 1.5 million in a very short period of time. Wow. yeah, it's because I got really focused and I started creating these systems that I now apply with all of my clients. And like I said, I've been doing this since before 1992, and it's just all these exact same super simple systems that help me accomplish the goals that I set to help his business grow. That people said, What are you doing? You know, how are you doing that? And so it's basic business success principles um, that really helped me get there and just applying those consistently, which is a big word for me, consistency um, over time just helped me be able to do that and then helped others and I'm still helping others with the same exact systems.
0: So what would you say are the top 3 biggest game-changing systems that um, people are listing that, they, that will really help them, that they could implement?
1: Yeah, the things that I, the three systems that basically I work with the people that I coach on are basically have a prioritized action list. So that's like your glorified to do list, Mm -hmm. but it's called a, I call it a PAL, your buddy or pal, prioritized action list. So everything you have to do is always in priority order. And I have a, actually it's a free downloadable spreadsheet that anybody can use. You can put it in contact management system or anything like that. And if people want that, I can certainly give that to you. You can, you can yeah, share that definitely. with them. Um, the other thing is really effectively using your calendar so time management and time blocking so doing like or similar things as much as possible together and mm-hmm. then the other thing is the tracking that we talked about melanie you know really track you know applying the tracking systems what am i actually doing or not doing <laughs> to get the results i'm getting or not getting And then I can easily more course correct. So that's the prioritized action list, a tracking spreadsheet. So that's monthly and annual. Then chunking it down into weekly and daily, and then your calendar. Those three things in itself significantly can impact a person's life.
2: That's great. So let's talk about your books. How did you know you wanted to become an author, or did you just write a book one day? (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: that's a good question. I mean. For many years I always thought, you know, wouldn't that be so cool, you know, to be an author, to write a book? I mean, how many times have you said to yourself over your lifetime, Gosh, wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. You know, how many times have you heard people say that even to you? Right. Wow, writing a book, I've always wanted to do that, you know, especially when you're you are an author, and people say, Oh, I've always wanted to do that. I mean, so many people say that, don't yeah. they? they do. Yeah. So I kind of had the same thing. You know, feeling that oh, it'd be so cool to be an author and write a book. And the reality is, I didn't really ever maybe think that that was going to occur. And I was actually playing tennis, and I ended up getting shoulder surgery, so I couldn't play tennis for a while. And I thought, well, I'm already busy, but since I can't play tennis, what would I fill that time with? So that's when I said, well, I guess now's as good as time as any. So. I just thought, well, I'll start laying out what I think a first book would look like.
2: Yeah, awesome. And You have three books or two?
0: I actually have five. Five. Five? I didn't see five. (laughs) I saw that you were an author of two and a co-author of one. How did we miss the other two?
1: Well, I have Excuses Don't Count, Results Rule, Mm -hmm. and The Roadmap to Success with Stephen Covey and Ken Blanchard. Oh,
0: wonderful. That's awesome.
1: And I've got "Live Life with No Regrets." How the choices mm-hmm. we make impact our lives. I've got the work-life balance emergency kit, which is a really big book. And the other book I have is actually not a paperback or anything. It's just it's more of an electronic book, and oh. it's "No Excuses." So it's it's audio and uh, booklet type book. So actually, I count that as five. Yeah,
0: awesome. Yeah, yeah. that's great. <laughs> We'll, We're we'll put all five of those on our site if that's okay. If we can offer sure. all of those on yeah. our so let people know that they can find them right here. Sure, yeah. i would be happy to.
2: And, and we'll definitely be um telling telling everyone where they can get those on your website at the end of the Sure,
1: the we day. can even yeah. offer them a discount too. Happy to do that.
0: Okay, great. Oh, that would be awesome. So, tell me a little bit how was the process of starting to write the book? I mean, did you just did you record it? Did you start putting organizing your thoughts down on paper? Did you do an outline first? What did you do?
1: Yeah, well, I think sometimes the first book, you know, is always the hardest to kind of. What do we do? What do you do? What you know? What happens? So, um, and the first book is always your pride and joy, right? It's like the first thing I ever created. Although I have to say, it's not my favorite. Sorry, um, <laughs> it's my first one, but not my favorite. Um, so which but which is your favorite now? You've my, my favorite. Oh, my favorite is live life with no regrets. Okay. Yeah, so that's my favorite book. Um, the biggest book that has the biggest impact probably would be the Work Life Balance Emergency Kit because it's like 230 pages. It's like a ton of information. Um, but my favorite is Live Life with No Regrets. So, I mean, the first time I started, I just said, you know, what do I really need to do? So, you know, what do I really want to have in a book? And, I mean, the first thing comes to you is really, you know, what do I want to write about? Right? Yeah, so, right. what do I know? that that maybe somebody else doesn't know or what do I know I mean I don't know anything nobody else you know i mean, everybody else knows everything right it's just how you phrase things how you present things how you do things so to me there's not a whole lot that's really new in the world it's just how you go about presenting it to people in a way that's gonna make a difference for them that's and so yeah so my whole thing my motto is excuses don't count actually unless you're dead <laughs> And we can talk about titles later, but um, the reality is, is what I asked everybody about the title, and they said, "Oh, Anne, that's really harsh." And I said, "But that's my motto for my coaching, right? Excuses don't count unless you're dead. So if you're dead, I guess that's your excuse for not showing up and doing the work."
0: My son's now, okay? Excuses don't count unless you're dead. That's going to be the new one around the
1: house. (laughs) Uh, So I thought, well, you know, that's kind of my whole motto: is excuses don't count because excuses don't serve anybody. So, to me, it's starting with a concept of that something you really believe in. And so I started with that and said, okay, what would I want to put in a book that's about excuses don't count and about accountability about what I do? And so that's kind of how I started, and just like you said, kind of started to lay out generally um, an outline mm-hmm. of what I thought uh, I would want to put in a book. And that's how I got started.
0: And about how long did it take you to write your book?
1: Always longer than you think it will.
0: <laughs> that's true. <laughs>
1: but I started a long time ago. Like you guys have a great process now that's really quick and easy. But you yeah. know, a long time ago, when I when I wrote my first book, um, and all these books have been out for a fairly long period of time. Um, it's you know, I thought, oh, I can get this done in you know, 30 days or something like that. So I basically interviewed ghostwriters because I know I'm not a writer myself. Mm-hmm. I know I can jot down my thoughts and what I want to say, and I need somebody to make it sound. You know proper. <laughs> I need, you know I need somebody to write the English part of it because uh, somebody, something, somebody's going to understand in sentence structure that's you know the right sentence structure, right, right. So, um, so I just hired a ghostwriter. I, I interviewed a number of people and, and found a ghostwriter and um, just hired somebody to say, okay, this is the concept I want. you know put it all together and send me what, whatever you come up with. And so I sent him just tons of material. Just I probably did, you know, just whoosh, you know, into his in basket in basket came all this material and said, Make some sense of all that. And, you know, so he kind of spit out what he thought I was trying to say and that's kinda of, you kinda of go back and forth and that's where the time really comes in.
0: Okay. That's good. What was well, you
1: saying? I think ultimately the question, I mean, it took me probably about six months.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's still not too bad. I don't yeah. think that's too bad. You know, I mean, because some people can take them years, and there's some people who start and they never finish and never get published. So, right. well, starting and finishing is a lot of people, for sure. I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. and you're working and doing other things in between. I think that's really great. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, I think so. Well, what would you say? You know, what are three tips that listeners could use to start writing their books? I mean, I think. Tie in some of your accountability stuff because, like Melanie just said, so many people start and then they never finish. <laughs> so, what would what would you say are your three tips to get people
1: to get people started? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I'd say really just finish and finish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get them started and finish. Okay, not what you started, but finish. The last, the last parts, the last parts, the hardest part. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The reality is, I think that just to get started, like like I said with my first book, my motto is excuses don't count unless you're dead. So I started with that concept, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. then you just write from there, kind of like what what makes you feel like excuses don't count, like what comes up for you. Um, With my second book, I really always tried to live my life with no regrets. So obviously the title of the book live yeah. life with no regrets. So if I were to live my life with no regrets, what would that look like or what would I do or you know how would I you know, make that manifest that in my life. And so I and my, actually what I like about my second book the live life with no regrets is that I wanted a story for every chapter. So I wanted stories of people who just did things that I thought were just cool. Um, I was in Mexico, for example, and a lady there from Canada, there's actually a lot of Canadians in Mexico, mm-hmm. um, she ended up. She, she went down there on vacation and she basically never went home. And she's still there. I mean, she's my age, never went home, didn't have any regrets. I mean, kind of her name is Susie and she told me her story because I said, how did you get here and how did you stay here and what made you want to do this and you know, how do you feel about your choices and your decisions? And I just thought it was really a cool, simple, just very simple, but very cool story that like I don't think I could ever have done that. So things like that that I was impressed with. Um, so basically, again, when I wrote my second book, I you know hired a ghostwriter and said, "These are the people I want you to interview. These are kind of the questions that I want you to talk to them about and, and get their feedback on and put those just short snippets of stories mm-hmm. um, into each one of my book." But to me, it all starts with a concept. What do you believe in? What are you passionate about? Kind of what's your motto? What do you you know? What's a rule you live by in your life? Mm-hmm. And and that's it, kind of what's helped me create the books that I've created you know the work life balance emergency kit I mean I really believe in work life balance and everything I do is really revolved around that so again what would that look like what would you know all that encompass and you know how would I really go about doing that in my life you know and then no excuses so again my motto no excuses I mean mm-hmm. it doesn't matter so to me the easiest thing is to have people start with a concept or a belief that's within themselves. And I think from there you kind of start going, Oh, you know, this would be part of that or this would be part of that or this would be so cool if we talked about that. So that's to me where I would start, at least where I started for myself.
0: I love that you talk about story because that's part of Jen and I's system that we um, sell and promote and work with our clients in is having that story. People connect to story. Come up with the facts that you're going to do or the outline or the chapters, but then whether it's your story or somebody else's story that you know that you can tell that reinforce that. I think that's so important, and being the accountability coach, so you get started and you talk about in one of your books about life's distractions. So tell us how to avoid life's distractions, whether it's to write our book or accomplish something at work. Um, and what, what are the biggest distractions and how do we change that behavior from having those in our lives on a regular basis? <laughs> Boy, that's a <laughs> big, big question. <laughs> question.
1: <laughs> how much time do we have? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, That's a really big question. Um, So, how do we finish the book? I guess would be, you know, the next piece of that. And to me, that's where you guys come in. To be honest, Um, I think without a process or a system, um, something like you all have created, it's hard. The bottom line: if you don't really have somebody who's holding you accountable for each step of the way, to really go, what's my next step? What do I do next? What do I do next? How do I do that? You know, somebody's there who's really Been there, done that uh, to help you really get you guided along the way. That's why I thought six months was a long time because I thought, what am I doing? And I didn't think it would take this long, you know? Um, And even my second book took six months and I thought, I know how to do this and it still took six months. But it's just reading and rereading and reading and rereading. And how do you, I mean, you have to spend the time to do that. Mm -hmm. And if you don't really have a support team or person there to help you really finish that, um, and think how bad you'd feel if you started a book and never finished it.
2: Right.
1: I mean, you put all that into it, and then you never got it done. That would be a live life with a regret, I would think. Oh. And um, so that's why I think you know, you know, going to your program in the Dominican Republic, man, I'd love to be able to just go to the Dominican Republic <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and you know follow your 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 process. I think would be ideally speaking the best way for somebody to do this. And I'm just being extremely candid about
2: that. Yeah, a Dominican's beautiful, and getting your book done is so nice. And yeah. our, our clients from before, it, they feel so good and rewarded right now. Cause,
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I can imagine. It's just a great feeling. <laughs> yeah. And well, to get it done in such a short period of time, but you've yeah. got somebody there to help you all along the way. And that's really the best way to accomplish anything is that accountability you know, yeah. that we talked about.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody there. Yeah. Yeah. What stops us from really living the life that we want? not having those regrets like laying on your deathbed deathbed, like you said and saying, well, I had this book. I wish I would have done that. I wish I would have done this. Um, is it fear that stops us from living the life that we want and doing all the great things that we want to do? What is it? A lot of times
1: it's fear, I think, of the unknown mm-hmm. um, that holds us back. Uh, people could say it's a lot of other things, but to me, for most people that I coach anyway, it's the fear of. Not knowing or the fear of whatever it is they're afraid of. And so a lot of times I just, again, my accountability pitbull comes out. It's like, look, you know, you've been procrastinating on this thing for a long time. Just suck it up, put your big girl pants on or big boy pants on, and just get it done. And this is, you know, where's the outcome you want? What's the worst thing that could happen? Worst. What's the worst? And typically the worst thing that could happen is really not
0: that bad. Well, you know, I, I love that you said that because. What's the worst thing that can happen if you do it? But what's the worst thing that's going to happen if you don't? Exactly. And
1: that's the big one, because when they don't, they don't get the outcomes that they want. Therefore, they don't feel like they're really living up to their true potential, accomplishing all the things that they want. And that's why I push them to do those things. So you're afraid. And then the reality is when they do them, they go, What was I afraid of? You know, my God, this was so much easier than I thought it was gonna be. And and then they, you know, then it's easier to do the next thing the next time because they're not quite as afraid the next time, so then they can do it more easily again and then the next thing again and the next Thing
2: again, mm-hmm. so true. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to go and do it and experience it to get it. It's just like
1: you got to push him to do that sometimes. Exactly. So you got to push yourself. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, that's what I had to go get uh, crowns yesterday at the dentist, and every time you know you get numb, you always think that needle's going to hurt so bad every time, and it and it's never as painful as you think it's going to be. And even though you know I've had I've had whatever that stuff is, Novocaine or whatever before. But every time they get that needle out, you're like, oh, it's going to hurt so bad. And then it doesn't even, you barely even feel it. And you're like, I don't even know why I was scared. It didn't even hurt at all. <laughs> right? So it's just kind of that thing. You just have to get push over it and go through it. And then you realize it wasn't, you, you didn't have to be afraid.
1: Yeah.
0: It makes it easier every time, for sure. Yeah. So tell us, what's the best thing that's happened um, to you, your business, how it's changed you having a book?
1: Well, I have to say, I mean, I think, and I think there's some really good um, benefits um, of having a book. So I don't know if necessarily they came about because of the book, but you want to believe that it's a whole package, that it's part of it for sure. Um, I think that it helps build um, credibility. I think that it really helps um, inspire you to do more to be more because you've accomplished already you know writing a book so I just think overall it's a sense of accomplishment um, you know you can obviously make more money you can do more business um, people people's perception of you I think gets elevated to a much higher level. And I think all those things have happened for me just because, you know, oh, you've got a book, or oh, you know, wow, your book has these reviews, or oh, wow, you know, you've got, you know, this or that. I mean, and you can turn your books into so many things, like, for example, my uh, three books. actually I have my excuses don't count my live life with no regrets are also I made them into audiobooks mm-hmm. so those are audiobooks e-books paperback books um, my um, no excuses is basically it's an e-book and audio but I've also you can turn them into online programs so you can make right. even more money I mean there's so many things you can do with the book you can make them into um, you know iTunes podcasts. you can make them into you know articles you can make them into you um, you know Workbooks, you know, little, you know, like e books, little smaller, you know, components of things that you can do. You can offer white papers. I mean, there's so much you can do and so much opportunity that you have once you're an author and have a book um, that really helps you build a business, I think, more fully than yeah. just uh, a single uh, component. Does that make sense? Does it, yeah. Does that answer the question? Yeah.
2: Yeah, Yeah. it's really, really great what you said, repurposing your content, making sure that when you do write a book and you finish it, well, what's the next step? Do something with that book or go on to make an audio of the book or just repurposing your content or like you just said, um, taking your podcast and turning that into a book. We're doing that. um, We already just started um, transcribing our podcast for the first 15. So it's really great. And we'll have a second book and the first chapter will be and Baccarat, because we'll have <laughs> you know so, so you know that it's great to to make sure you do that and it's great that you've done that already
0: And You have been such an inspiration. I got tons of great ideas. Um, Jen and I are going to be more focused and get more accomplished. You just watch what's going to come out of us next just by interviewing you. You gave (laughs) us so much inspiration and uh, good tips. So um, Please uh, tell us where we're going to get that worksheet that you mentioned earlier that's a free downloadable. Tell us that.
1: Um, I'd have to actually look look it up so uh, I'd have to send it to you. Is it
2: at uh, theaccountabilitycoach.com?
1: Um, no, it's actually a special secret link. Okay.
2: Okay, so, well, do you have an opt in page where they can go in and, and subscribe? I do, yeah, absolutely. If
1: they go to accountabilitycoach.com and okay. they can join my silver member inner circle, um, that gives them 10% automatically off everything in my store. So, any books, anything they want, and I package my. Ebook book and my audio book together to make it actually more appealing plus they get 10% off that. There's also um, uh, an audio download on basically how to really focus on your high payoff activities and enhance your time management skills. It's a free audio on the accountabilitycoach.com that they can easily download. They can also look at a ton of high content webinars that are free. I just have a ton of free valuable things for people. Um, all those are on accountabilitycoach.com right off my main uh, website area. Okay,
2: let me go ahead and screen share really quick just to show everyone what that looks like. Okay. Um, so, everyone, take a look here. Can you see that? I'm this is the, here
0: get all the free stuff.
2: Yeah, the theaccountabilitycoach.com. And uh, just right down here, you can put in your name and email and press submit, and you'll get um, that. And I'm sure if you email her, she'll send you that other worksheet um, that she was talking about.
1: Yeah. Also, if you hover, if Jen, if you hover over the free articles, that's where the free webinars are. Okay, right here. They they can. Yep. And they can get. There's a ton of high content free webinars that are listed right there, and more that's not listed there that they can choose from. So just kind of pick the topics that are most pertinent to you. And you can get that at
0: at no charge. So sounds great. Give and you the, um secret link, and we'll post it um, here. We'll give <laughs> it to him. Uh,
2: yeah, we'll there. make sure it's on the on the video. So theaccountabilitycoach.com. You can also go to the resultsacademy.net which also um, has some great business acceleration programs you can go to, and training and her podcast. <laughs> make sure that you uh do that, and um that would be great to to get those
0: spreadsheets and and get our tracking, right? Yay. I, know, I, feel, I feel like it was like Christmas today. We got a bunch of free stuff. It was like you yeah. just kept giving. I love it. Well, you
1: know, I I just I'm a content machine. If somebody says I don't have this And I think you've got to have that. I just create it or make it so that they have something. And so that's why I end up with so many new things that get created, is because people don't seem to leverage what they have or what's available. And so I just create something that's super simple for them to be able to use. And I just like helping people. So I end up giving a lot for free away, I guess.
0: I love that. Such a pleasure. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And um, Jen's going to post everything else. So we'll have everything up there so um, we can get a hold of you. Your books will be on our site as well as your site. Of course, with her site, you get 10% off. So it might be better to go there. Just saying.
1: Thanks, um, thanks, ladies. I really appreciate being invited on the show today. It was awesome.
0: Great. And we want to remind everyone um, come to a retreat with us. We promise you, you'll get your book written in a week, and we do all the marketing and holding your hand for you. And uh, we have products coming out that uh, you can do it yourself if you'd like, or with us and the products. So uh, you'll find those on our website. They're launching in September. And uh, we are so happy to have you here. So come again next time, and uh, have a great week.
2: Yeah, and see us at uh, HotChicksWriteHotBooks.com or EliteOnlinePublishing.com. Awesome. For more information, you can visit our website at HotChicksWriteHotBooks.com or you can text your name and email address to eight three two five seven two five two eight five.